Hey everyone, it's Candace Eisner back with you again this week. And this week we're gonna be dropping a few truth bombs about marketing. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey friends, I hope you guys are all having a really great week with your practice, your business, and of course the rest of your life, because that's really important. I uh, currently, as I'm recording this, I am working on a new business offering, actually, and I'm going to mention it up front. Now, I promise that, you know, the podcast is not going to become a big advertising platform for my own offerings, but, you know, I do think it's okay for me to once in a while mention these things. Um, So this will be brief, I promise. But if you are looking for a small website for your solo practice, so say that you work alone or maybe you just have one other person in your office and you just need a super simple, small website, like five pages, your online booking will be on it. Just really, really super simple, not a lot of bells and whistles. If that's something that you need, I'm now offering uh, a limited time package on that uh, for July and August. I've already sold some slots, so I'm not sure how many more I'm gonna be able to fit in, but I am gonna be able to fit in at least a few. So I do have some space available. So anyway, if that is something that you need or a friend of yours needs and you're listening to this now and it is you know, the summer of 2019, um, drop me a line, Candice at happylittlebiz.com or um, you can also uh, send me a message on my Facebook page, uh, which is the Happy Little Biz page, and I will get back to you with some more information about that. Um, yeah, so now that that little advertising is done, let's talk about marketing. <laughs> seems seems not appropriate that I market myself on my marketing podcast, right? So this is the first episode on the topic of marketing. Um, As I said earlier this year, I wanted to do a set of podcast episodes, um, or wanted to do groups of podcast episodes. Um, The first group was all about, you know, the happy little biz concept, getting back to your core, listening to what it is you really want in business, being okay with being a small business, all that stuff. And this set of episodes is going to be all about marketing and ways to do it as a small business person that feels good to you, ways that are smart, and some of the issues with social media, because we all tend to kind of slide towards doing social media marketing and think that that's going to be, you know, the most important thing because social media is so big, but there are some issues there. So that's what this next set of episodes is going to be all about. For those of you who want a bit more of a background about marketing in general, I did an episode called Marketing 101 uh, back on uh, podcast episode 88. I think that was like nine or 10 months ago as I released this. So what would that have been? Like early fall of last year, I guess, something like that. Um, Yes, September maybe. It was. I'm, I'm not I'm not totally sure when that was, but just look for episode 88 marketing 101 and you can find that. So it'll give you sort of what marketing is on a more technical level, that kind of background, if that's important to you or helpful to you. But 
I'll give you a summary because I don't expect you all to just drop this and go and listen to episode 88. You can listen to that later if it interests you. But for some, for a little summary, marketing is not just about flyers, websites, social media posts, billboard ads, and all that stuff. Well, those are promotional materials and tools. And it isn't that annoying person at that one store you go in who asks you every three minutes if you need help. And when you say you don't, they ask you again later. (laughs) That's sales. That's an annoying kind of sales, the kind of sales that a lot of us don't like, but that's sales. So marketing is, in fact, a two-way conversation. I think that's something that's really important for people to understand. Yes, marketing is about influencing people to think and act in certain ways. That's true, and it's probably something you've noticed. But there is a two-way street here. Action happens on both sides of the equation. For example, what you're doing is you're influencing people to want to book an appointment with you or you're influencing them to want to visit your yoga studio or sign up for your newsletter, buy the product you're selling, book in for the website service I just talked about at the beginning of the podcast, refer people to you, all of that stuff. So it is a two-way conversation and that is really important for you to understand. It's not just putting stuff out there and waiting. There is the response element on their side, and then there's you responding back, and so on and so forth. So before I get too far into this, I want to make it clear right from the start that a question a lot of people have is that can marketing be done in a way that's sort of honest and real and not like the annoying person who asks you every five minutes in a store if you need help or, you know, uh gross influencer stuff that you know is totally fake. Can it be done in a more honest way? Well, 100%, of course it can. And a lot of people think that if you employ marketing tactics of any kind, like they're just, they're so frustrated and worried and, you know, angry about a lot of the marketing that they see that they think marketing and strategy and tactics are, are just about being dishonest and sleazy and all the things that you aren't as a healthcare provider or as a wellness professional, as a fitness professional, right? So you think that if you do marketing, you're going to be kind of going against who it is that you are as as a person, as a business, that kind of thing. But again, that's the assumption we've made based on how some big brands do their marketing or maybe based on experiences we've had that haven't made us feel so good. And I totally hear you on that. I've had those experiences too. And I work in marketing, There are lots of examples out there of dishonest marketing. People who got scammed, and of course there's issues like greenwashing and pinkwashing. Now for those of you who've never heard of those terms, in brief, greenwashing is where a brand pretends that they're, pretends like in their marketing materials that they are super eco-friendly and, you know, they're good for the environment. If you buy my product, you'll be doing something good for yourself and your family and the earth, like those kinds of things, right? But if you actually do your research and dig into it, you'll find out that, you know, the company or the product or both aren't so great for the environment. And pinkwashing, maybe you've heard of this one, that's where a brand pretends to be super supportive of breast cancer research because pink, the pink ribbon, at least in Canada, and I believe in the U.S., probably internationally, but definitely in Canada and the U.S., the pink ribbon symbolizes you know, breast cancer awareness, right? So what will happen is a brand will pretend to be super supportive of breast cancer research and supporting survivors and all those kinds of things. But when you look deeper, 
you discover that only a few pennies of what you're purchasing or what you're donating or whatever towards the company, not not towards the charity, but towards the company, is only actually go, you know, only actually gets funneled into the cancer research or into, you know, helping survivors. So in other words, your purchase, you might be spending $10 on something and they're saying part of your purchase goes towards helping breast cancer. And you're like, oh, great. But then you do the research and you find out only like 50 cents of that $10 ends up going towards the research and the rest of it goes into the pocket of the company. And that's not cool. And that's what pinkwashing is about, right? And those kinds of gross things are what turns people off of marketing in general and what makes a lot of small business people think that marketing is just not something that they want to participate in. It's just all these like scare tactics and BS and grossness and Like, that's why a lot of people who work in marketing kind of get the side eye when they tell people what it is that they do, because people assume that that's all it's about, because that's the stuff that you hear about, right, is the gross stuff, the the stuff where you're really like screwing with people's psychology in order to get them to do something. And that's kind of not okay. So let's be honest, though, is this style of marketing that these big brands do effective? Well, of course it is right? You know, the issues with green and pink washing aside, yeah, you know, they're big brands and they make a ton of money because what they do has worked and continues to work, right? Like it or not, that's how it is, you know? The, I'm not going to name any big brands, but just big brands of the world are that way because what they did worked. Now, part of that is that they have huge budgets to advertise themselves. Maybe they didn't start that way, but they certainly do now. They have millions of dollars often to spend on, you know, marketing and advertising and all that stuff. But some of that is they've dived deep into the psychological tactics that they know work, the stuff that I hinted at a minute ago. The psychological tactics are things such as tapping into your fear of missing out or your fear of rejection or your wanting to be liked and and seen and supported and your fears of things that you know are very human that we all that many of us I'm not saying we all but many of us have fears of for example the fear of aging or the fear of looking old right a lot of people have that the fear of gaining weight the fear of getting sick the fear of something bad happening to your family the fear of getting cancer you guys get the idea right It's totally true. A lot of the big marketing campaigns are using your own fears and wants and worries and hopes and dreams for your future in order to sell you something. Totally true. I'm not going to deny that. And that's the stuff that tends to leave a bad taste in our mouths and makes us feel like crap about the whole marketing idea in the first place and why a lot of smaller businesses don't want to participate in marketing. Marketing gets a bad rap. But, you know... What I'm trying to say on today's podcast episode, and you probably already got that, is that there are tons of ways to do marketing for your own business that are very honest, authentic, real. They're not trying to just use like the worst of the psychological tactics to twist something to make someone want to book an appointment with you. Like doing marketing doesn't have to equate to all that. That's a big slice of truth for you all, right? If you are hesitant to do your marketing for your business because of what big companies do or because of your past experiences with greenwashing, pinkwashing, people, um, you know, buying something and then it turning out to be completely fraudulent, whatever it might have been, if you're hesitant because of those things, I suggest you just take a step back, take a breath and realize that, you know, you don't have to do things the way the big companies do them. 
you can certainly learn things from them. I'm not saying I'm not saying that. And I'm also not saying just to be 100% clear here before people come start coming for me. I'm not saying all all big companies operate in the in sort of the gross way. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it's the ones that do it that get the bad rap and then suddenly all marketing is about that, right? Cuz we tend to just see like the negative side of things. We don't see the ones that are doing the positive things, right? That's just how some companies have gone about it. And we think that marketing is just like this big, gross thing. And it doesn't have to be that way. It can be honest. It can be real. It can be coming from a place, you know, of wanting to do good, of wanting to help people. And that's what you guys are about as health, wellness, and fitness professionals, right? So you can do your marketing in a way that matches who you are, 100%. So that's the first thing I think that holds people back is just they, they see like the weirdo tactics and they just don't want to get involved in that. And they're like, oh, I'm not about that. I don't want to compete with people. I'm not interested in doing psychological gymnastics with people in order to get them to want to, I'm just not doing that. So that's the first thing that kind of like blocks us. But the truth is, marketing doesn't have to be about all those things. And another assumption, speaking about truth bombs here, another assumption we need to see the truth about is that in order to do effective marketing, you do not need a huge budget, a fancy website, paid ads, all those fancy schmancy things you see out there. I think a lot of small business owners get stuck on this idea that they have a small budget and so forth. They're just going to do the bare minimum because that's all they can afford. They're just going to do a website, maybe print some flyers or business cards or whatever's kind of appropriate to what it is you do. Maybe send a few emails to people, get an email list, and you're going to call it a day. You don't have any money to do anything else. End of story. Forget it. Don't even ask you. You're not interested. You don't have the budget. You can't compete with those big clinics and studios and gyms, so like, why would you bother? But there's two issues with having that state of mind, other than like you're you're really limiting your your ability for success. But there's two things that I think a lot of people just don't realize when they get stuck in that you know I can't afford it mindset. And and you know before I even say what they are, I'm not saying you have to spend a lot of money to do your marketing. You don't. Um. So the first issue with, you know, having that mindset where, I, you know, I'm just going to do the bare minimum and call it a day is having promotional materials is great. You know, a website, business cards, flyers, posters, whatever it is that you might have. Those are important, you know, to a certain extent, depending on what kind of business you have. Um, but remember... They are a very passive form of advertising for your business. So unless you're doing something with them to get them in front of the people you want to know about your business, they aren't all that useful. You could have the most gorgeous website in the world. It could be stunning. And you could have the most creatively designed business cards anyone has ever seen. Like you show them to friends and family, you show them to like people at, you know, say you're at a party and like, I don't know, for some reason you guys are talking about businesses and you hand out your card to somebody and they're like, I love your business card. It's so beautiful. Who designed it? Oh my God, this is so nice. You could have those kinds of materials, but if no one is ever seeing them, who's actually in the target audience that you want to book appointments with you or come see you at the gym or whatever it is that you do for a living, if no one's ever seen them, then they're not doing you a whole lot of good. They're, they're, they're pretty. They're, it's, like, it's like having art on your wall. It serves a purpose, sure, like it's nice to look at, but if 
if you're not actually using it to like get it in front of people, then it's not doing the job it needs to do. And the second thing that's sort of an issue with the I don't have the budget, so forget it mindset is that there are very successful businesses that don't spend a lot of money on their marketing. Now, I am not saying that money doesn't help. Of course, money helps, right? Having more money usually does help with most things in life. But you can do a lot with a little if you put in the effort, if you're willing to try. That's what I'm trying to tell you. One obvious way is just to get out and meet people. Like I kind of alluded to a minute ago with the, you know, being at a party and showing someone your business card thing, right? So get to know the other businesses in your area, attend local events, you know, get a table at a local street festival. I live in Toronto. We recently had the um, Toronto Junction, um, what's it called, Solstice Festival. And there were people tabling from all kinds of local businesses, not just like not just food vendors or clothing vendors, but like health and wellness businesses and and like uh, people who sell like creams and stuff and people who do. I'm trying to think like what other businesses were there. I think there was like a not a lawyer, but a trying to think a real estate agent, I think, had a table, I think. Um, So, yeah, there was like a variety of tables from people who work in the area or like um, are hoping to market towards the area if we're being real here. Um, And that's a great way to meet people, get your face in front of people, you know. You'll connect with some of those people. You'll give them your card or your flyer or whatever. Um, And some of them will actually go and check out your website. That's how it works. It's not really about, you know, how much money you have to spend on XYZ thing in your marketing. It's all about connection. That's really what marketing is. It's connection. Like we said at the beginning, it is a two-way conversation. It's not a one-way conversation. It's not you pushing stuff out onto people, right? Yes, that's part of it, but they have to respond. The most important part is the connection, not the fancy website or the brochure or like whatever, or even the non-fancy website or brochure or whatever. The most important part is the connection, right? Now, if you're an introvert like me, or even if you're not an introvert, but you just don't like tabling at public events, like you just find it annoying or whatever, um, you might be wondering how you're going to get your name out there. Like what could work that's not those things? Well, I am going to dive into doing effective marketing for introverts or other people who you know don't like those sorts of uh, cold calling or face-to-face type things. I'm going to do that in another episode really soon. But for now, just know that it is possible. There are lots of ways to get your name out there without having to, you know, do the tabling at events and getting out and meeting people like randomly stuff. And it's great if you're an extrovert and you're comfortable with that stuff, please do it. But if you're not comfortable with that stuff, there are other ways you can do things. So yeah, I hope looking at this set of assumptions we have about marketing has been helpful to you guys. Overall, I I just want people to understand that while there is some psychology involved in marketing, it doesn't have to be gross. You don't need a million dollar budget to do it. It's not what we think it is. It's not about greenwashing people. It's not about brainwashing people. It's not about pushing a message on someone until they choke. It's not about that at all. Marketing can feel really authentic and can feel really honest. And it's really just building connections with people. And if you work in the job that you do, health, wellness, and fitness, you already know how important building connections is because that's what you do with clients um, or customers, if you think of them that way, or patients, if you think of them that way, every single day, right? So 
Yeah, that's that's the background information. Uh, we'll be moving on to another topic on marketing next week. I haven't decided which one we're going to do, so I'm not going to tell you yet which it is, but stay tuned for that. And until then, I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I really do appreciate your time and your efforts. The times that you guys contact me with ideas for the podcast or comments about episodes or ratings and reviews, all of that, I really love it. I read all of it. I do really appreciate you guys. Um, By the way, if you would like to leave me a formal review, of course, I would really appreciate that. Head on over to iTunes, find my podcast, so Life Beyond the Massage Table, click on ratings and reviews, and then just give me a rating and a review. Five stars, of course, and a glowing review. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. You know, let me know what you really think, but I do appreciate five stars as well. Let's be real here. Now, for you guys that might be new to the podcast, let me briefly introduce myself here. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former massage therapist in the province of Ontario, and I've also worked in various other health and wellness careers. So I've got a pretty good view of what it's like to do what you guys do. My mission right now is to help those in health, wellness, and fitness careers build strong businesses because I really believe to my core that taking care of others has to start with taking care of you. So that's what this podcast is all about, is helping you build a business that really matches who you are and what you value and what's important to you so that you feel happy when you go to work each day. You feel like this career is the right one for you, that everything just works so much better for your life. Now, before I finish off and let you guys get about, you know, go about your day, I will mention where you can find me on social media if you would like to. The main place you can interact with me if you'd like to just chat or see what I'm posting about or, you know, get on my newsletter list or any of that kind of stuff, find me on Instagram. Um, Happy Little Biz is my username. Or, of course, you can head over to my website, happylittlebiz.com, and there's links to all that stuff there. All right, that's it. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be back at you soon.